Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the 28 Up Podcast. How you doing, honey? I'm doing good. Well, we've had a busy last couple weeks, haven't we? We've been very busy. Well, welcome back to the studio. Yes, it's, good. it's good to be back. It is. It is. So we um, over these last couple weeks, we um, bought a new car. Yes, we did. Bought a brand new, safe Toyota oh my 2021 gosh. Corolla. So safe. So Toyota, if you're listening, maybe we at Toyota when we post this, but uh, right. love all the safety features in the car. Um, had some other car drama with, uh, anyways, we won't go down there with we won't go, Yeah, we yeah. won't go there today. Be, just because we're in the midst of a uh, legal battle. <laughs> Somewhat, yes. Somewhat, yes. And so, um, and so we had our oldest daughter, our youngest daughter's birthday. Yes, we did. She turned, she eight, turned 18. 18. The baby is getting, is, is getting ready to be a senior in high school, and... Flee the nest. Yes. She was already talking about her senior trip. She was talking about her senior trip. Yeah, for how'd, next year. How'd that make you feel? Uh, I was fine with that. I was pretty no, no, excited. Not, not the senior trip, but her turning eighteen. Oh, oh gosh, <laughs> that was really rough for me. Um, I, I had some mom meltdown moments, but I think I'm okay now. I think I'm through it. We'll see. Um, what's really going to hit me hard is graduation next year and, and all yeah. those things. I don't know if I'm going to make it through those, but we'll see. I have a whole year to get myself together. So um, what was really hard for me, which is um, this before school starts, she actually has to have all of her senior pictures oh, done. Yeah. So that's going to be a little rough for me. And we've got all these, you know, all these last moments. Yeah. She's our youngest. Right. All that is, is happening now. Yeah. And so it's, it's just really hard. It is, but it'd be fun. It's exciting. It is exciting. You I'm know, excited that she's a... She's an adult now, and it's she's an adult. Yeah, it's, we it's we, a lot. we asked her when she turned eighteen, a not to go to you know not, not to take away from the population or add to the population, <laughs> and don't add to the population until you get married. Right, and, and she's she's doing that well. So <laughs> absolutely, she's doing she's, really well. She's, doing a, she's a great kid. Yep, and so a great adult. <laughs> yep, now a great adult. And so you had a birthday. I had a birthday. Yep, you turned twenty six ish. Yes, we'll go with that number. Sure. <laughs> Your friend put it out on social media email that you were turning something to Ryan with um, Ixty? She said I was rhyming something with Nixty, and I almost killed her because that's <laughs> not even close. Um, yeah, not So, funny. yeah, we had a chance to celebrate. Obviously, your birthday was on, not obviously, but your birthday was on Monday, but we celebrated with, with our family and friends on a Friday. Oh, I'm sorry, on Saturday night, su- Sunday night, 4th of July. Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So... And then your mom's been in town the last couple of weeks. Yes, my mom has been in town so, for about two weeks. Which and... has been a lot of fun. I love having your mom. A, I love going down to, or we love going down, driving down to the Anna Maria Island, Bradenton area to get her. Um, it's always a fun drive um, back up. And then um, we just took her back home. Um, and then we had a long, slow drive back, you know, kind of through the back roads of Florida, you know, yeah, from that. so relaxing. Yeah, from that southwest coast of Florida back up to the northwest, northeast coast of northeast, Florida. Northeast, yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of through the central, the middle of the state. So it was a lot of fun. You know, in, in fact, it got me thinking this morning. There were some things that I just go, wow, what is wrong with this world sometimes, right? And, um, and I was like, man. I just, I just go. Where are we at in society? What is wrong with people, right? And, um, and I don't want to go down this path, right? But it just got me thinking of where we are as a society. You know, we were when we took your mom home Friday. Uh-huh. We met your aunt at uh, one of their favorite places, and it's turned into our favorite places. 
um, since they're not a sponsor of the show, um, we won't name this particular restaurant, but it is a factory and you pay by clams, right? So <laughs> that's really funny. And so what, um, so we were leaving after dinner and stuff and we heard this person who, who is a, probably a middle-aged white person say, um, there's still cities and, and counties in South Carolina that are, that, that allow, um, segregation, you know? And I was just like, oh my gosh, hey, that's, it's illegal. <laughs> and states and, or, you know, city officials and mayors would, would, would go to jail for that, you know? And we live in 2021, so they'd be ousted on social media. I'm like, what is wrong with people just throwing things up against the wall, <laughs> you know, saying untrue things, right? Um, I'm not saying people aren't different ways, but city and state officials, right? Or, or, or entities, right? Where they, where they say, hey, this is what we're going to do, right? But then I get to the gym this morning and probably as I'm working out, the hardest workout that people do is putting their weights back. Re, re, wow, racking. Re-racking. <laughs> their weights. And she got me so flustered, I can't even say it. But literally, it's one thing to leave your stuff on the bar. It's another thing to, to drop it two feet from where they go, right? And I'm thinking, what psychopath does this, you know? What is wrong with, you know, just had a situation <laughs> okay. Friday night where people are just throwing things up against the wall and, and being loud about it and being totally wrong. And now people are so lazy that they, not now, but I see this all often in the gym, that they can't even do this. But then there's these other two things that happen that make me feel really good about society and where we're at. One of them is, I don't know if you saw this on social media, but it reminds me of not to um, get on a carny ride, right? But there was this big um, ride that goes in a big circle, right? It's like a big clock. And it started coming undone. And so and so I saw it on Twitter and on TikTok where it just kind of go. You could see the ride start slowly rocking back and forth with all these people as this big arm is going, you know, 100, 200 feet in the air with a big circle, or in a circle, right? Uh-huh. And so people start to see this, and and there's probably 20, 25 people who get on this machine, get on this ride to balance it out as as the machine is slowing down, so these people don't die. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Oh, that is really cool. And, I did not see that. Yeah, and but the, that's really. Neat. And then the other, you know, then hanging out with your mom, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. gives me hope for humanity. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she really does. You know, because your story and your mom is is amazing, right? She literally came from not nothing, but nothing. Yeah, nothing. And different points of her life. And and to see where she's at now, kind of living her best life with her with her sister, your aunt in paradise. Uh-huh. AKA that's the, the That's place. the name of the <laughs> community it. that they live in. We But it's literally paradise. It is. It's it's so great there. And then there's this story that reminds me of your mom in the Bible, because we're gonna talk about in laws today, right? Yes, we are going to talk about in so, That's and, our topic. Yeah, it's, and there's a reason why. Why, why is that? Before I t- read this other story about your, what, what I think about your mom. Uh, why we're talking about in-laws? Yeah, yeah, why uh, we're talking well, about in-laws. Well, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing that um, over the years, um, we've counseled many, many couples. Um, and um, they have a lot of questions about in-laws. And, and, you know, how do I get along with my in-laws? And what, you know, what happens? Yeah. And all those things. And you and I have had um, a lot of experiences with our own in-laws, yeah. with, with my family and your family. Because in-laws aren't just the parents. Yeah. They're also the extended family and yeah. all of those things. And it's a journey. You know, when yeah. you marry into a family, 
you're not, you don't realize this. You're not just marrying the person. You're marrying their whole family. Right. And you have to learn to understand that. Absolutely. And oftentimes you don't. Yeah. You don't, you don't know it until you're in it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a really hard dynamic sometimes to manage. Especially if like you're from, um, if you're like me, who I was a only child, only, you know, cousin. Or I, I didn't have any cousins. I was only, I was the only uh, nephew in our entire family. Grandkid, until, yeah. yeah, grandkids. I was 15. And after I turned 15, like my aunts and uncles started having kids. And so being in the first 15 years of my life, and then going, in, you know, then mar- uh, marrying and meeting you, and you have a huge family, cousins and brothers. I mean, you have a sister and a brother, and, and two. Yes, yeah, so you have two sister, three sisters, right. three sisters and a brother. So this big family, right. you know, this big family dynamic, which was overwhelming, you know, in yes. a way, you know. But so, but real quick about your mom, right? There's a story in the Bible, and and it's a great story, and and it's and it starts off where where the where Jesus is sitting across. From where people are giving, right? And it says, um, he watched the crowd um, putting their money into this box. Into basically, uh, it wasn't a box per se, but it was like a, a big tub, you know. Uh-huh. Or, you know, And then the disciples would put it in a, uh, in, in a money bag or in a purse, right? Uh-huh. That they would carry around. Um, that Judas would carry around. Um, and it says, and the Bible says that many rich people threw large amounts money into them but a poor widow and I'm, your mom's not a widow um per se but but a poor widow came and put two of her very small copper coins they were only worth a few pennies and jesus asked um the disciples to come here he said um what i'm about to tell you is true that poor widow has put more into the offering box than all the others and they um they all gave a lot because they are rich but she gave um even Though she is poor, she put everything she had that um, that was all she had to live on. She gave her last two coins mm-hmm. to Jesus and to his movement and to what the disciples were doing. And, and that's what your mom does. Now, you know, she gives to, you know, the church and stuff like that. But what she gives to people, you know. And so when I say she gives hope, when I look at a broken humanity, a broken world, you know, with those other two examples before, she, for me, she... She um she lives that example of how to give all that she can to others, whether it be her 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 um obviously her kids, her grandkids, her favorite son in law, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh but um her 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 nieces, her nephews, you know, whatever it is, because she knows what it's like to have nothing. Yeah. You know, and so she knows how to give it all, you know, and it's a great example for me how to live that way. So yeah, no, I, yeah. Would, I would agree. I, I, that's a, you're right. That's a great example. <clears throat> Sorry. That's a great example of, of who she is on the regular. And she, you know, it's, it's what I love about the story too, is that that woman didn't, I mean, you don't, they don't tell you the context mm-hmm. of it, Yeah. but it sounds like to me, she didn't think twice. It's like, she just went up and did it yeah. because that's who she was. Yeah. And that's exactly who my mom is. Right. Like she it's, doesn't ever think twice. Mm-hmm. She just does like, that is who she is. It's, it's who she is all the time. Well, it, the, that context of the story too, because even if you read above it, it's about false teaching and stuff like that. But the context I think of, her, of that story too is, is the heart, mm-hmm. the, the, the heart of that. And your mom has that kind of heart. Right. right. And yeah. so sometimes in, in a family dynamic, um, the heart of, of a person comes out 
good and bad, you know. Yeah. And we've, oh yeah, yeah for you sure. Know, and so, the, and like you said, in counseling couples and stuff like that, over the years, that's been a huge dynamic of seeing their in-laws' heart, how they really feel about who their who their daughter's marrying or who their son is marrying, you know, um, you know, kind of played out over the years, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like, what do you do when, like, we have couples that ask us, what do you do when you can't, when you can't get along with your in-laws? Like, what, mm. um, what happens when you have a, when you have a married couple, young mm-hmm. married couple, or, you know, newly married couple, and they just can't get along with their, with their in-laws? Well, I think it's important, you know, to, because um, your, your in-laws are going to have one perspective of, your your spouse right uh-huh. and sometimes it's going to be a skewed perspective because they've known their kid their whole life you know so they only want the best for their kid right but the other side of that is you um, um i forget how the bible talks about it um um when you get married you, you know golf you know however it says it um but you, you get married and you cleave and you leave that kind of leave thing. and cleave leave yes. and cleave yeah yes. yeah basically you cleave together married together and then you leave together and um but the but the point i guess i'm trying to make is that it's up to the spouse to to take in what their parents or what their in-laws you know their brother or their sister are saying about their spouse and go is this really who my my husband is is this really who my wife is and sometimes the actions of your spouse kind of tell you if it's true or not, you know, or maybe it's just the season that your spouse is in. And because of that season, the um, your in-laws don't see that because they don't live with your husband or your wife every day. Right. And, and it's and it's also our job, you know, as the other sp- as the spouse to go, no, no. Yes, you may see that they're acting like this or this is happening. But there's some reasons that you don't understand. You know, right. does that make sense? It does, and I think it comes down to a couple things. Number mm-hmm. one, it comes down to good communication, mm-hmm. yeah. not just with your spouse, but with your, um, but with your family, your in, yeah. your parents, your in laws, whatever that it looks like. Yeah. And the other thing is good boundaries. Um, boundaries are going to play a huge role in what Ooh. this looks like mm-hmm. for your your whole family moving right. forward. What, what does that mean? Good boundaries. Well, you don't want to be in a situation where you are allowing your um, and I'm just going to use this as an, as an example, mm. but like with my family, mm. here's a good, a good thing, a good example. We, when we first got married, mm-hmm. um, we lived so very close to my family. Yeah. Um, we didn't have a good set of boundaries Mm-mm. and at any given moment mm. they could pop into our lives. Oh, yeah. They could walk into our living space. Mm-hmm. Um, they could invade into our parenting space. Mm-hmm. They could do all of those things. And it became very intrusive. Yeah. Um, into our, not just into, you know, and it affected our relationship mm-hmm. because of those things. Yeah. If you have that kind of setup, right. it's not going to be good for your marriage. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Good. So, so yeah. those are the kinds of things like you have to set up a good yeah. boundary, whether it's you need to move your living space, whether it's you have to set up a relationship boundary, mm. whether you have to have a, you know, sit down, talk about, hey, you can't come in here. Hey, you can't come this, you know, we need to have this separation, you right. know, you have to have those kind of boundaries. Yeah. Because sometimes when you have, um, um, other siblings, they're so, you know, and you grow up together you know, it's hard to create those boundaries because you're so used to, you know, coming into a space when 
you know, you're using the bathroom or you're in the shower or yes. you're brushing, you know, and it's just weird, you know, in that moment. But it's also going, no, 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 no. I'm at a point in my life where this is the space, you know. Right. It, you know, it, it quite quite honestly, not that, you know, we've kind of seen that in our own kids' life, in, lives, in our, in our oldest daughter and in, in in our son-in-law's lives. You know, they've set a great boundary you know, for, for his family and, and for us in a great way. And it's, a, and it's, it, it's a really good boundary, you know? It is totally. Yeah. Um, they, when, when they got married, yeah. they moved, they're about 40, 35 right. minutes, yeah. 35, 40 minutes right. away. Yeah. Um, still in the same city. Yeah. Wonderful. But yeah. we don't pop in every weekend. No. We don't see them yeah. all the time. And even if we, they live down the street from us, I would never do that because I don't want anybody. We know how that feels. So we don't want anybody. We wouldn't do that to anybody else. So we wouldn't do that to any of our kids. No, you know, no, that's, yeah. that's not necessarily our style. Yeah. However, um, I, you know, if they were a little closer, we, we would visit a little more often, but, um, yeah, but we would call or text first. Like, Hey, you guys oh, are busy. Absolutely. You know, not, not just pop in. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. I, 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 I agree, but it all, but, but being that far away kind of gives them their chance to live. Even our son, you know, for the last couple of years, he's lived down in Fort Lauderdale. Right. And, you know, recently he moved back up and he kind of lives probably about 10, 15 minutes away from them. Right. Uh, but there's still that 10, 15 minute buffer where um, he could probably go over there, but he's just not going to pop up, you know. Right. And even with our oldest daughter, uh, our youngest daughter, in, in, in her own room and space, you know. We allow closed doors and stuff like that, but at any given time, because we own the house, we, we, we pay the bills, we can barge in there, but we respect her her space and we knock and stuff like that. Sure. And that kind of sets those boundaries is when she gets older and gets married and has her own place. So we're just not going to barge in. Right. You know, and right. stuff like that. We even do that to our, our oldest son, Christopher, yes. who, who lives with us, you know, and stuff like that. We want to respect their spaces, you know. And yeah. I think that's huge. It is. It's important to have, you know, yeah. to have that kind of space and yeah. privacy a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, but, you know, the other the other side of that, too, comes in with um, the controlling, intrusive, mm. and parenting issues. Because yeah. a lot of times people find that those kinds of, um, you, don't, you don't even often see these kind of in issues until mm -hmm. um, people have kids. What do you mean? Um, because... Good. Like your the your in laws always may may not even want to, they may not show these tendencies or these signs mm -hmm. of controlling oh, or yeah. or oh that's a um, good point yeah you know these kind of boundary hey, right. crossing issues until you have children right and so as 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 a um, as a son or daughter you may not know that your mom and dad are controlling. Until you get married, and then they don't have any more control of your life, and so they're kind of flexing in that moment. Right, like they um, they may not agree with your parenting style, so right. they they are like, oh well, you shouldn't do this with your kids. You should oh, do yeah. this with your kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, like it didn't it didn't bother you. It didn't bother them what uh -huh. you're doing with your spouse, but right. now that you have a oh, child, oh yeah, 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 that makes totally different. Yeah. You know, it's totally different right. because it's they want yeah. they want to be in, they want to see your grandchildren yeah. all the time, or they want to be involved, or and they, they want to come over and. Or, be that kind of grandparent thing right. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Or they want to be, you know, they want to be in your business. Well, I wouldn't have whooped my kid. I, right. I, I want to, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have whooped them. I would have did this or that, or I would have, you know. Right, right. So it, it, that, I, I'll never forget when our youngest son, Corey, played football. And, and let me just say, from kindergarten through, what is it, second or third grade, he loved football until they started hitting. You know, it, you know, and, and so he didn't really get over it until, um, Midway, probably after the 
probably getting close to the first game when we kind of let off hitting. But he just hated getting hit from kindergarten to second, third grade. You know, he just wasn't, he hated it. He would cry, you know, and stuff like that. And my mom would, would be like, oh, don't let him play football. He doesn't want to do it anymore. You know, so she would try to create these avenues for him to bowl or to do these other things, which are all great. And, you know, but um, in that moment, we've had that, we had to have several talks, lengthy short or however you want, you know, intense, non-intense <laughs> conversations about he wanted to do it. So he's going to finish it. He's not going to quit in the middle, you know, right. just because he, he doesn't like it or whatever, you know, um, if he cries, he cries, you know? Um, and so, but regardless, after every year, as football season would get closer, he'd be like, yes, I want to play because his friends were playing, you know? Well, and, and he really did love it. He did. He he did. And he and he and he got he got to that point where it didn't bother him. It just became, you know, part of who he was. But the point in that too is that we didn't allow that, you know, um allow my mom's influence in that in that area or any other area kind of dictate how we were going to raise our kid. Right. You know? For sure. So, those were our decisions. Those are all our decisions and this is how we we're going to do it. And if, right. and if and so as a couple if um, if you, sometimes you got to lay that law down, Hey, listen, this, I'm the, we're, we're the parents, you know, you're the mom, I'm the dad, and this is what we're doing. Uh, mom, dad, if you don't like that, I'm sorry. This is how we're raising our kids. Right. And you, you know, yeah. sometimes we, um, as parents, you don't, we don't always make the right decisions. Mm -hmm. We can take in advice from our parents and that's good to do. Yeah. Don't, you don't want to like, all, you know, you don't always want to shut them out and say, no, yeah. I'm not listening to you. Yeah. But you do get the final, you get the final right. decision as the parent. Right. It, it, it's not their decision. Right. And I think as, um, and I, and I, I think it's really okay in the beginning, you know, to be like, Hey, listen, you know, um, as you know, when we become grandparents, whenever that is, uh -huh. for us to have a clear line, we'll, we'll have a clear line. You know, yeah. it's one thing if Courtney or TJ um, call us and like, hey, you know, you know, how would you guys handle this? Yeah, what, what should we do? What should we do? That's one thing, you right. know. Sure. Um, and, and I think that's the best way to go about, you know, as a husband and wife, you know, reach out to y y your mom or your dad, you know, and kind of like, hey, oh, how sure. would you know? Yeah, there were plenty of times we yeah. asked for advice. Yeah, what would you do? And yeah. we got advice when yeah. we asked for it. Absolutely, and yeah. Took it. And yeah. I would rather ask for it, you yeah. know. Um, and, and listen, and don't, you know, and sometimes in-laws are really good at um, the I told you so, you know. Oh, yes. And that will drive a wedge in between spouses and in-laws, you know, because once, you know, the husband or wife be like, oh, they didn't mean it like that, which they could not have, but it's what they said and how they said it. So here's another last piece of advice. I just mm -hmm. wanted to say real quick, um, you know, don't do this with your, um, with your, in with your parent, because mm -hmm. it will affect, um, how your, your parent feels about your husband, which is their in-law. Right. Um, <clears throat> don't go complaining. Mm -hmm. about your spouse to your parent. Oh, yeah. So, Like, if I went to my mother mm -hmm. or my dad or whoever uh -huh. um, about you uh -huh. and say, oh, here's what Brian did to me. Can't, can't believe that he did this to me. Right. Mom, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, it was such a terrible thing. <laughs> right. You know, he said this about me to his right. friends or whatever. Right. Whatever happened, right, right, you know, right, whatever right. the situation right. was. And then, you know... Whatever. It might have been a minor thing, uh -huh. but like the long list of blah, 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 right. blah. 
Um, because well, that affects the relationship yeah. that they have with you. Well, first of all, your mom loves me. And, and I'm her favorite son-in-law. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying as an example. <laughs> so that would never happen. I'm just kidding. In I'm our family, kidding, right. this is true. Right. My mother probably loves you more than she loves me, which is No, I'm just you're saying. the baby of the family. Okay, so. well, I mean, that's kind of true, but, you know. Right. In general, she right. does love you tons. But, I mean, that in a, in a regular family scenario, yeah, this happens I a lot. Totally agree. Because yes, then there is this animosity that mm-hmm. is built up between the mother-in-law and the and the spouse mm. and because they begin to hold a hold a grudge and a wedge begins to build between them and so that anytime any little thing happens mm-hmm. they're like you know i told you he doesn't have your best interest <laughs> right. in mind or she doesn't she yeah. doesn't She's they're, gra- they're yeah, doing all these they're things. doing yeah. bad things yeah. they're you yeah. know they begin to start watching and taking note of all of the yeah. terrible little things that happen yeah. and it really it just doesn't go in your in your favor right. they don't they don't support your marriage. They begin right. to tear you down. So, so to close, how as a as a couple, how how, how do we advise people to, to to kind of work through that and pass that? Um, I would start with prayer. To be totally honest, I know that's super, you know, mm-hmm. um, whatever. But the the boundaries is really important. Okay. We right. know we talked about that already once mm-hmm. before. So boundaries. Um, boundaries is an honest conversation. You really have to have. Um, honest conversation mm-hmm. with your spouse about um, how you're handling things, um, especially if your spouse begins to choose your family over you. Right. right. So, so clear. I would say also, obviously, prayer, boundaries, and clear communication with your spouse and as a spouse to your in-laws. Yes. You know, and, and, and being open to having those discussions. Yeah, you have to be able to have hard conversations. Right. So, it's you can't be afraid of it. Absolutely. Well, that was really good, honey. I, I like that. That was good because we do we do encounter a lot of people who who kind of go through that stuff. So yeah, good stuff. So, well, hope you guys have a great week. Thank you for listening again, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Twenty Eight and Up podcast.